As a life coach, author, speaker, and trainer, Marianne's purpose and passion is fueled by her desire to see all women from coast to coast live life on their terms. Her guests will provide you with real life tips and strategies to inspire and empower you to create change. Welcome to Fearless Fridays with Marianne. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. I am your host, Marianne Rivera Dannert, known as the Fearless Living Coach and Career Research Strategist, where my mission is to equip women with strategies to silence their insecurities, build healthy boundaries, and fearlessly pursue the career and life of their dreams. Today, I am joined by one amazing young lady. So go ahead, take it away. Tell us your name and a little bit about yourself. Thank you, Marianne. Thank you for having me here. Uh, My name is Ivelisse Gonzalez, and I am the owner of Genesis Coaching and Consulting Group. Um, Our goal is to focus on personal development and financial coaching. And the goal of, of, you know, of our practice is to really help people develop a good relationship with money, eliminate debt, and um, secure their financial freedom. So what occurred in your life or what did you see that was missing in general that allowed you to create this business? That is a very good question, and it's a very long answer. So I'm going, <laughs> so I'm going to try to, you know, make a very, very long story short. <laughs> um, I have been with my husband for 15 years. We just celebrated 15 years this, yeah, this congratulations. summer. Yeah, thank you. Um, and during um, this 15 years, we have seen many, many, you know, um, great things and we have we have enjoyed our life together we have also seen very um difficult situations come our way and one of you know a few of those situations happen to be with um our financial you know our financial life um my husband unfortunately got hurt he hurt his back um and this was way back in 2012 that was his first surgery. Um, now in 2021, he has five back surgeries. So, um, of course, when he couldn't see himself working um, anymore, our finances um, were were affected. Um, I've always worked, but I worked because I wanted to, not because I kind of had to, you know, he was, he always told me, you know, you don't have to work. You could stay home. Um, I could take care of everything. Um, And my, you know, my paycheck was more play money. Um, And I really, I really never worried about, you know, how much I was making or anything because it, it wasn't really necessary. You know, he was covering everything. He had a good, a good job and he, you know, he was really providing for for our family, and then this happened. Mm. And from one day to the next, um, you know, our our life kind of collapsed. Yeah. Um, we we were not prepared for it. For it, um, we were both young and full of life. And I mean, you're you're not thinking of you know financial struggles and medical struggles when you're in your thirties. <laughs> So, um, when this happened, um, I didn't have, I didn't have the information that I needed. I didn't, I wasn't knowledgeable in, in finances. Um, again, my, my paycheck was play money. 
so I wasn't really thinking about how to, you know, to do a budget and, and how how to do everything that I that needs to be done. Um, I wasn't honestly thinking about, you know, retirement, the future or disability. We were just living in the moment. And when all of this happened, um, you know, it took it took a lot of work, a lot of support for us to to get out of that place. Um, it took a lot of growth and education. And um, I realized that that this was very needed. I wanted to help. Um, I've always wanted to to use my story to help people to um, to really inspire others. So I thought that doing, you know, building this this coaching practice to help people with personal development and finances was going to be a good way for me to use my story to impact others and help others so they don't have to go through the things that we went through. And then on top of that, you also have children. Yes, yes, yes. We have three boys. Um, my oldest is going to be 14 next month. Um, I, I am a mother of a high schooler and I cannot process that yet. <laughs> I still can't process that. I have a kid in high school. <laughs> time flies. Um, I know, time flies. So um, we have three boys. 14 um, next month, 12 and 8. So um, they are very active. Um, and as you know, you know, we have to to provide and have demands and they want to do this and they want to do that. And that's when, um, you know, we really, really started to to see that things needed to change and that we really needed to take a hold of our finances. I mean, God always provided. Don't tell me no, no, no wrong. Um, there was always food at our table, even when there was none. I remember one day um, we gave our children, um, they were still very little. We gave our children the last thing that we have in the fridge for breakfast. And um, when I was when it was lunchtime, I remember that my oldest asked for lunch. He's like, okay, so what's for lunch today? I stay quiet, I went to the room. And I told my husband, like, I gave them the last thing that we had. What are we going to do? And right then and there, there was a knock on my door. And there was someone standing there with groceries for our home. So, yes, it was very, it's like very movie-like. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I've, heard, I've heard of, you know, testimonies like this. And, but, but I never experienced them, mm. you know, until then. Um, and... And I'm so, so thankful to God because, again, when even when we didn't have nothing, he always provided. Um, at the same time, I, I feel like there's a moment that we have to also take um, charge and take responsibility and really store what God has given us and, and really take um, good care of the blessing that he he gives us and he provides so i don't want to you know when i when i share my story i don't want anybody to to think that you know god wasn't there he wasn't providing he was providing he was there he was supporting me but at the same time you know um one thing doesn't cancel the other right. god provides but we still need to be you know knowledgeable and responsible with with our finances yeah that's so true you know and thank you so much for sharing that so a question you know 
money seems to be one of the biggest reasons why people end up in divorce. Yes, it's actually, yeah, it's one, of, it's, it's, it's the top two reasons. Yes. Uh, infidelity and, mm -hmm. and money. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. yeah. so, so what was your process like, you know, going, you know, getting out of the situation that we were in and then pivoting and, you know, being bold and stepping out in faith to create a business to make sure that what happened, you know, the situation that you were in did not repeat itself. And then to take it a step further, to be able to, you know, grab a, you know, a hold of it and teach others. Um, it took my, my healing process, um, took, took time. And honestly, I had to, to leave my pride aside. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I had to leave my pride aside. I had to, um, rely on others and be humble enough to say, I need help. Um, that's not an easy process. I, I don't think for anyone, but it wasn't really, you know, uh, it was, it was especially hard for me. <laughs> it was especially hard for me. Um, I'm, I'm used to being the helper. So when it's time for me to ask for help, I, you know, I used to struggle. So, um, it took, it took time and the right people around me. I, I thank God for the tribe that, you know, he gave me and the people that are in my life, because whenever I wanted to give up, whenever I wanted to just, you know, not just not move forward anymore, it was too much, it, you know, it was too painful. We went through a lot. They always hold me, you know, um, accountable and they lifted they lifted my hands when they needed to be lifted, yeah. and they literally pushed me when I needed to be pushed. So I think that the key to my to my healing process was definitely God and the people that He put in my path. Um, I I believe that um, one of, of 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 the things that make me use my story and and create Genesis um, was. Um, a conversation that I had with God, <laughs> a conversation that I, I had with God. And, um, you know, I was, I was asking why we went through everything that we went through. And, you know, there was, there was one point in my, in my path, in my walk that um, I kind of got rebellious not not rebellious, you know, like completely living, you know, God or the church or anything, but rebellious in the sense that I was asking God like some hard questions in the sense, hey, you know, what up? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> you know, like this doesn't seem fair. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this doesn't seem fair. Um, you know, I'm pretty much doing everything that you have asked me to do. And why are we going through all of this? Right. It doesn't make sense. Um, this is not what your word tells me. You know, you be faithful. You're going to receive the blessings. You're, you know, what's going on? And and he just, he just reminded me of, of a prayer that, that I constantly do. And is that I want to be a vessel. I always ask God, allow me to be a vessel allow my life to preach your goodness 
and you know, my brother says, "Be careful what you pray for." What you pray for. <laughs> Be careful what you pray for. You might get yes. it. <laughs> uh huh. So, so true. Um, that's that's kind of you know how how it went. You know, when I was really asking God, "What's going on? What's happening?" Um, he reminded me that um, he was you know he was just giving me the tools that I needed to really. Um, allow my life to be a testimony of his faithfulness and allow my life to be um, uh, an example to others that, you know, we went through it, we came out on the other side victorious, other people could do it too. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So why the name Genesis? The name Genesis. So um, a lot of people think it's my name. <laughs> so a lot of people think it's my name. <laughs> when, you know, when people notice the business first or when I go to a networking event, they think it's, you know, that's my actual name. No, Genesis, um, I I chose the name Genesis. I, I honestly prayed about it. Um, when I was doing my coaching certification, um, we also went through the business aspect of, you know, of of coaching. And they really taught me how to build the business from the ground up. And one of the things that, you know, we talked about was, you know, our, our you know, the people that we wanted to serve. And we thought about our names. And I chose Genesis because I want, I wanted my clients, I want my clients to have a new beginning. Mm-hmm. So once they start working with me, it's a new beginning. It's a new beginning for their life. And it's a new beginning for myself. You know, Genesis marks that, that new beginning in my life. And I, and that's, that's what I hope. And I pray that every person that I get in contact with and that is touched by Genesis could have a, a new beginning, a new transformation and new, you know, blank slate that they could, that they could create whatever it is that they want to create. Beautiful. I love it. So what keeps you motivated and inspired to not give up and to keep going? Well, I mentioned my tribe and my kids. Um, I don't want to get emotional. I'm not going to get emotional, Marianne. But my kids, my kids are the reason why I do everything I do. Um, And I want to be able to leave a legacy for them. I want to be able to to teach them that, you know, yes, life is hard, um, but they could make it. You know, if mommy, if mommy did it, they could also do it. Um, I always tell them, um, cause I don't, as a mother, I would love to have my kids like in a bubble and that they don't know pain, they don't know hurt. They, you know, I keep them completely happy and separated from any trouble but that's not the case that's that's not the case so i always tell them you know what life is it's it's not fair in life it's going to be tough life is going to be hard but just focus focus on god um ask god to give you your tribe and and know that you're more than capable of of overcoming whatever it is that comes your way so my kids motivate me and since you know, this is what I, I tell them all the time. I need to live up to that expectation. That's true. That's true because they mimic everything that we 
do. Yes. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they so, do. So what advice would you give to a woman who may be going through what you went through and she's not sure, you know, how to take that first step to getting out of the situation that she's in? Someone who may be facing debt or, you know, just stuck in general. Um, my, my advice is to educate yourself and I'm not talking about, you know, um, a degree. And if, if you want to go for a degree, go ahead. I'm all for, you know, higher education, but I'm talking about more of personal development, educate yourself and, and, and really develop time management skills, um, stress management skills, um, goal setting, really really step out of that comfort zone, read, read, educate yourself, look for mentors. I, I, I'm a true believer in mentors. I wouldn't be where I'm at without mentors. Um, so look for someone that, that could be that partner with you. You know, um, the scripture says iron sharpens iron. And I truly believe that. And, um, I tried to, I tried to, um, follow that advice and I try to look for people that could sharpen me, even though it might hurt sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if you if you follow those people and you you keep them in your life, even when it hurts, you will see the transformation. Um, I I believe that education it's it's key, um, and that personal development is key. Until we work on ourselves, we are not going to be able to transform anything in our lives. And this is actually something that I always mention. Um, and this is why I combine personal development and financial and the financial um, education, because I could eliminate all of your debt. I could, you know, put $20,000 in your bank account. But if you don't work on your personal development, within a year, you're going to find yourself at the same spot. Right. You know, if you don't work on your goals, if you don't work on your management skills, you're going to find yourself in the same spot. Sometimes it's not really about a money problem, but it's a personal development problem. Yes, that is so true. So you've mentioned reading. So I know that you like to read. So what yeah. book have you recently read or what book have you read that has truly inspired you? Um, you know, a book, and, and this is, um, it might sound silly, but it truly changed my life. It's um, The Call of the Wild by Jack London. Mm -hmm. I love that book. I actually read that book in high school and it completely changed my life. Um, the book is about uh, a puppy, a dog, that it's a family dog. And um, he gets lost. And the book takes him through many different situations where he transformed himself from a family dog, you know, loving, caring, and and protective over his family to a completely wild beast because he gets to owners that beat him up. He gets to fights with, you know, wolves, and he completely changes, you know, who he is. And I think this, this really taught me um, that, yes, there's things that, that, genetically happen and you know and and we of course you know dna is a strong thing but it's our environment also 
you know, plays a huge part on who we are. And yes, we have some genetic markers. Yes, we, you know, we have our personalities, but your environment really could completely shape you, you know, one way or, or another. So what are you currently loving and what's bringing you joy? I'm currently loving having my kids home. <laughs> I'm doing homeschooling with them and um, I love to have them home and um, explore new things with them and um, being able to have the opportunity to be home, work on the business and also be, you know, be there for the kids and be able to have breakfast with them and be able to, I'm really enjoying the process of, you know, making all the lesson lesson plans for them and the trips that I do. I try to do a little outing for them um, at least once a week, do a field trip. So um, I'm enjoying all of all of that. I'm enjoying the, the time that I'm spending with them. And um, I believe that God is a God of seasons. So I don't know how long this season is going to last, but I'm sure enjoying it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So you are a wife, a mother, a businesswoman. How do you recharge and how do you take care of you? You know how I recharge? I recharge <laughs> by traveling. <laughs> I do. I do. I love to travel. I love to do trips. And to me, it's it's honestly a spiritual experience. As crazy as that sounds, um, it makes me feel connected with God when I go out and when I go to parks because we like hiking a lot and we like history. So and I, I when I when I go out in nature, you know, it makes me feel connected with God. When I go to museums, like I'm in awe for the wisdom and the the, the intelligence that God has given us, the creativity, yes. you know, that He has given us. So to me, it's that's how I recharge. I I you know I plan something, I do something with the family, and I also have um, I try <laughs> I try to have at least one day a week where I stay in PJs all day. <laughs> Sounds nice and comfortable. Yeah, one day a week <laughs> resting in PGs all day. So that's that's my way of recharging. That's awesome. That's awesome. So do you have any trips planned? Any events coming up? Um, I I do have some trips, you know, planned, which I'm trying to find the time to do it. Um, October is going to be very, very busy. And I feel like I'm going to need more than 31 days <laughs> to do everything that we need to do in October. Um, but I have, you know, I have a few trips planned for the family. I'm also planning to go back to um, Rochester to to do um, and, and, and help the community do a few trainings, do a few workshops. Um, but something that has, has me very, very excited, it's that I am currently working on a book and a book collaboration that's going to be launched next year. So um, in the next three months, I have I have a lot that I need to accomplish. And I'm very excited to be able to share everything with, you know, with everybody that follows on social media and everybody that that's around me. 
Awesome. Awesome. So is there anything that you would like to share or talk about that we have not already discussed or that you would like to expand on? Um, I think that we cover, you know, we cover a lot. <laughs> I think we cover a lot, but I just, I just want to encourage, you know, whoever is listening to, to really be authentic, to really be who you are and, um, allow allow yourself allow yourself to to embrace everything of you know of who you are sometimes we embrace the things that you know our partner likes or children likes or anybody else that's around us but um we don't really and, and then we try to focus just on those things because that's what are the things that people like. <laughs> and we completely forget everything else about ourselves. And I believe that um, you need to really embrace everything, you know, every single, you know, um, eh, tela, como te dice eso? Cloth. Uh, yeah, the fabric. The fabric, yeah, the fabric of who you are. Mm -hmm. And once you do that, you're going to really find freedom and and know that again you know god is the god of seasons and change will come to you change will happen and if it happens embrace it and don't ask you know don't ask or not don't be ashamed you know there was a, there was a there was a time in my life where i was ashamed or felt guilt because of the changes in seasons in my life and I felt like I had to explain to everybody why, you know, the season changed or why I was doing, um, you know, this project. And then, you know, I, I went into another thing. It's just there's no need to do that. Um, just embrace everything. Everything is part of your story. You might be looking at a chapter, but everything is it's part of a beautiful story that God is written, that is God is writing through you. That's awesome. I love it. So where can our audience learn more about you and follow you so they can get a copy of your book when it comes out next year? Yes. So um, you can find me on social media, on Facebook and on um, Instagram, um, Genesis Coaching and Consulting Group um, and under at the Genesis Life on Instagram. And um, I am working. I have my, my website, thegenesislife.com. It's going on. It's it's kind of under construction. There's you know new things coming, new color patterns, a new design, all of that. So I'm excited, and and you know you guys are more than than welcome to follow us and in in social media that way. Awesome. So our last question that I like to end with is: When you hear the words "fearless living," what does that mean to you? Um. I think it has to, you know, to to do with what I was just saying, you know, living fearless without without putting yourself in a box that you have to be a certain way, that you have to do certain things. It's just being bold enough to accept who you are, to embrace who you are, and to embrace the opportunities that are in front of you when you are fearless. You don't necessarily have to diminish yourself to anything that anybody tells you to. Um, and, you know, I, there's, there's so many things 
that we can accomplish and we can do. And yet society always tell us to focus on one thing. So what do you want to do? And when we grow, we, we, when we get in old, uh, when we are growing up, you know, I could tell you, oh, I want to be a pilot and I want to go to the army and I want to teach. And what's the first thing that we tell them? No, no, no. Like you got to choose one want, thing, right? Right? You got to mm -hmm. pick one. And the reality is that we don't have to pick. The reality is that we could do everything that our hearts desire. Um, it might not be in the same season, but we could if if that's what we really want. We could really embrace um, all of all of our our interests and our passions. And somehow along the way, they're all gonna get connected. Yes, that is so true. Thank yeah. you so much for taking time to be with us and to bring Thank us you. You're welcome. Thank you, everyone, once again for tuning in to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. I hope that you enjoy the conversation with Ivelisse. Please make sure to check out the show notes so you can follow her. And as always, remember, you are fearless, you are fabulous, you are a priority, and you matter. Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. Don't forget to leave a comment, be sure to share, and subscribe so together we can continue to change lives. I'll see you on Facebook at the Fearless Living Coach page. Until next time. Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly. The host of Getting Real with Bossy, the real, raw, and honest podcast about small business ownership. We created Bossy to be a safe place to ask the hard questions and to get support that's necessary. With our experience, nine businesses in over 25 years, we continue to bear it all and share what we wish we had known. We move past the must-be-nices and start getting real. Come along as we interview small business owners and get the true story. Leave with another tool for the next time you feel alone on this journey. Business ownership leads to unexpected knowledge. What are you an expert at? Tell us at Getting Real with Bossy and subscribe today.